0: Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to have a good friend of mine, as well as an amazing hairstylist, to say the least. Today's guest is the beautiful and talented Shelby Blankenship. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Shelby, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Um, You know, I've known you for quite some time now, and I'm always amazed with what, first of all, what you're capable of. You're a mom, you're a salon owner. You have a badass clientele. You just, to me, and from where I'm sitting, you do all all the things. You do everything and you do it well. <laughs> Thank and you. so I just want to kind of like talk to you about that today. I feel like that's something, a real subject that people want to know and want to know everyone's secrets to success. So we're just going to touch on that. And I can't wait for everyone to hear from you. Yeah, no. And you're about to be in the same shoes that I am, but you have even more <laughs>
1: responsibilities than I do.
0: Gosh, all the babies on the way. Goodness. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait to see your one. Your, the Man. Oh, he's going to be so cute. Gosh, I swear. I think the momhood thing is a whole nother. I, I look a lot at moms more than ever now. And I'm like, can you just tell me how? you're doing all this and no one has given me the secrets. So maybe you'll give, maybe you'll give the secrets today. <laughs> I'll try. I don't know if
1: I've got them figured out, but I'll do my best.
0: <laughs> well, first I kind of want to start off and, um, talk a little bit about, you know, how you got started really and truly what made you want to become a hairstylist?
1: You know, I've honestly had a passion for hair since I was like a little girl. One of my favorite pictures is like a picture of me. I'm like four years old and putting makeup on my papa and he would let me do his makeup and then my papa would let me do his nails. And, you know, so I was like always into that and just, I mean, was literally born with the passion. So I remember I wanted to um, be a doctor at one point and I was going to do that. I thought, you know, it was going to make a lot of money and then. I didn't necessarily do hair because I thought it, I didn't realize the potential of money that you could make at the time. I just, I knew I was going to work hard to do the very best that I could and make the most money that I could. But I told my grandparents that I was going to, you know, go and do hair. I was actually living in Oklahoma when that happened. And, um, I had my heart set ever since then I was in 11th grade And then I moved to Oklahoma and it took me a little bit to, uh, actually get into doing hair school. But once I did, um, we, it, I was the worst student in the world, (laughs) did not like going to school, was not for me, didn't like doing the manicures and pedicures. I felt like I got that a lot. So 10 month program took me probably 13 or 14 months. (laughs) Um, I also was pregnant at that time. So, you know, the, the pregnancy tiredness is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so finally I got out of school and then after that, um, I actually had my daughter a month later and I didn't do hair for a while. I actually kind of just, uh, helped my husband build his hat company and we sewed hats in the basement and I really didn't know where any of it was going, but I was like, well, we're going to do this for a little bit. I did hair a little bit in the basement. Like, um, at my mother-in-law's house and then we actually had the opportunity um probably my daughter was like 6 to 9 months and then we finally decided to open our own salon and we were actually more so doing it to make my husband have a hat um like with his hat business to have the like storefront and all of that and it's just it, we never in a million years expected the salon to do as well as it's done
0: wow I, forget. I feel like we've, we've had to have talked about this before because, um, I think I told you that's where my career started was on the front porch of my grandparents' house. And, right. (laughs) I would, I would sit outside and, and, and brush whatever I could do to their four hairs on both of their heads, bless their (laughs) hearts. (laughs) And so, um, I remember that you tell me that story because of my story, but, um, I love it. I mean, Since you have started off in this industry, um, clearly things have changed. I mean, tell, I want, I, I know the, yeah, I mean, clearly things have changed in general, but for you, especially, um, I know some of these answers, but tell them a little bit about your salon, um, you know, where it's at. I'm always amazed at how many stylists you have and all the things about Blank and Chip Salon. Yeah, it's crazy. So we started off as a little three man salon
1: and then we kind of grew into like a five man spot. And I was so proud of that. And you know, I, we struggled for the longest time getting all five spots filled. And I was like, man, I just can't wait for the day that I have all my spots filled. And then that day came and I was like, oh my gosh, we have all my spots filled and the barbershop spots filled. So we then decided to move our barbershop across the street. And which I was just telling, I'm telling my husband, nope, we can't do it. I cannot fill up this place. I cannot. No, there's no way. And he's like, always see something in me that I never see. And I'm just like, I can't, I don't want to do it. I, I'm terrified. What if people don't want to come? I, I just can't. So he talks me into it. We move the barbershop. We do all of our remodel. And before a week before we were done with our remodel, we were about to move in and we found out the spot behind us was like coming open. So of course my husband had the great idea to expand again. And I was like, you're absolutely out of your mind. We're not even done with this one. Let us grow into this one. I can't do it. And he's like, are you kidding me? You already have the spots filled. like?" And I'm like, yeah, but like that's eight more spots and they're filled, but that's eight more spots that I've got to fill then. I'm like, (laughs) I cannot do it. I'm not doing it. And I mean, it took us a minute before we were completely full, but I am, I'm very protective of our team. I like to make sure that we have a family environment. So I'm, you know, just our hiring process is a little bit different. Like, um, so we do that a little different. And then now I've got the barbershop and my husband does more of that than I do, just because I'm not the best at marketing to men. Um, women are definitely my forte. So I feel like he's better at that. So I'm definitely happy to give him the reins on that. And then I do. I mean, I do all of our marketing at the salon. And then we have. I think I counted Which the is other amazing, day. I by think the we way. have. Thank you. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the job, but I don't have enough time for it. So I'm start, this year. My goal is to make more time for it. But um, I, I think that. we have 27 stylists now, and we're actually well, haven't quite announced it yet, but in the process of expanding again, <laughs> but <Surprise>. this, <laughs> I know this time <laughs> it's not to add more stylists. We just are very, again, we're very protective of our family. We like to give them the very best that we can. So we're expanding more so to facilitate having like a bigger break room because it's going to be more comfortable for everybody. We'll actually, well, actually it's a bigger mixing room and then we'll have a break room because we don't technically have one now. And we are, I'll actually get an office where I can do my marketing stuff and not do it in the car on my way home. (laughs) And then, um, we're going to move the lash girls over there. And then I think we may add like three more chairs within a private room. So it's really not a huge expansion just to like add more people, but just to make things more comfortable and everything and just kind of give it like a different flow and different vibe. So.
0: Wow. My goodness. I feel like, so first of all, Kudos to your husband. It feels like he just pushes growth all the time. I 100%. Mean, t- like, he <laughs>
1: is my angel. Like, I don't, I would never be able to do this without him.
0: Go, husband. Um, Seriously. but I mean, that's always, that's so valuable to have someone like that in your life. I feel like that is constantly, I mean, you said it well. He sees something in you that you clearly don't see in yourself sometimes. And so I think that's, that's a really cool relationship that you guys have. I I mean, I don't know him personally. I know, you know, you, but, um, you know, just from where I'm sitting again, it's just a, it's just a cool relationship to see all that you guys have built and tell us how many, how many babies do you have, Shelby? We have four. Oh my goodness. You
1: just had a baby, right? How, how yeah, old is you he's. Youngest? The youngest is four months, and then we have Briggs that's just turned two, and then Raleigh will be four in
0: January, and then Baylor's six,
1: and it's a handful.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm just like amazed at all that you do, and you do it so well. Like I said, your marketing is out of this world. Every time I see, I mean, your branding is just, you, you've got it. It's on point. You've got it going on. I hope you know that. Well, thanks. I know. I'm sure you probably (laughs) feel the same way. Like when you look at yourself, it's like,
1: oh, I feel like, do I need to change it? Do I need to do better? Like, do people like this? Like, I don't know. So I just, I try my best to like
0: stay out of my head and just do like what I am drawn
1: to do, but.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I want to ask you a little bit too, because we mentioned it already, you know, all the stylists that you have, of course, you've got lash artists, estheticians, some other things as well. But what do you think is the number one reason why you've been able to keep such a strong staff? I mean, I know probably things have not gone perfectly. Um, You know, I'm speaking from being a salon owner myself, but what do you think the secret, do you have any secrets for us as far as building a team? You know, honestly, I don't feel like,
1: I don't know. I feel like for me, I really you know, like I said, with our hiring process, I like to bring someone in. I want to make sure that like when you're hanging out, like, do you click with us and do we click with you? Like not, you know, it can't be one-sided like, oh yeah, we liked her, but you know, she looked like she wasn't very comfortable. Well, she doesn't feel comfortable. Like let's talk about it. Is what were your um, thoughts and concerns? What did you not like about it? You know, because there may be things that you just didn't see or whatever. But then there's also things where it's like, okay, no, you're totally right. We don't get walk-ins like, and that's a concern. So if that's something that you need, then I'm definitely happy to try to like send you where like you would better fit because I don't believe that we're the salon for everyone. Just like, I don't believe that, you know, we're the stylist for everyone, you know?
0: And I feel like it's so
1: important to not only like create a brand and an environment in your salon, not only for your staff, but for the people like, the new hires and things like that because like like i said i just i feel i love my job so much and i just want everyone to enjoy like i want them to have the best day when they come to work because like for me it's the best day when i go to work i mean obviously it's the best day when i hang out with my kids too sometimes i want to slam my head against the wall but it's fine <laughs> but i mean like i absolutely love what i do and i think that's the greatest part of our job is that i look forward to it so much and i want that for other stylists so if and I'm pretty good at reading people. So I feel like I can pick up like, you know what, either they felt off or something, just we just wouldn't be the salon for them or, you know, or whatever no. it is. And so at that point, like I want to, hey, I saw something in you and I feel like you might be a great fit at this salon. Like I actually just saw one of my good friends, Jen Crow, at Target the other day. And she was like telling me, thank you for sending her, um, her new assistant and all this. And I was like, oh, you're so welcome. Like I had interviewed her. And I knew that we couldn't give her what she needed. And I was like, Hey, how about I go check out this one? I think that this would be like perfect, you know? So all kinds of different reasons, whether it be the timing or things like that, that people may not get hired onto the team, but we definitely just try to be their biggest supporters. So to me, it was the most important thing was to build a family. I was happy. Like we fit together and that were super encouraging and uplifting to each other. I feel like that's, mainly the key thing is finding other people that want to see others succeed. Every single one of my girls in there, like do not look at each other's competition. We're happily to send our client over here this weekend because we can't get her in. Like we completely trust that stylist. Like that stylist is going to send them back to their stylist. Like, and then if there's a rare occasion that they want to like stay with that stylist, like there's no hard feelings. Like we're like, hey, we're happy for you. Like you got another client. Like, I don't know, for Mm -hmm. me personally, I just believe, God has a bigger plan. So for me, I'm like, okay, I know that God is giving them a client that they need. And then maybe it's opening up time for me and something, whether it be more time with my kids for me, or it's, you know, just a different client client being in that spot. But so as far as like making sure that, that everyone is a good fit for us is, you know, we kind of have them come in and hang out and, you know, I interview them first. And then after I and I'm like, okay, I feel like I feel like that your once your dream clientele is a dream clientele of Blankenship in a sense, because we really want to help you build your clientele. So we specialize in lived in blondes and extensions. That's our market. And, you know, I don't feel like every stylist has to be a one stylist for everyone. I don't believe in that. And I really also don't believe like with salons, like every salon is for every stylist. So, you know, like, when we have clients call in wanting vivids, like we will send them, we're like, Hey, look, we really want you to come here. We want you to be in good hands though. And I don't think that we're going to be able to give you your dream here. This is a salon in town that we think would be like a perfect fit for you. And like, this is the girl that I would recommend. And so we're just really big about like community over competition. And like literally everyone in our salon is like that. And so it's just yeah. I don't know I feel like with our salon we've created this like a brand not only in our clients in our clientele um but also with our stylist as well and you know it's like if you want like a cool like edgy salon like I've got the spot like I, I'll tell you who it is you know like if you want like mm-hmm. really like high-end luxury like you know freaking granite countertops like you know just super nice and pretty like I've got the salon for you. Like, if you want to just like chill and like hang out in our little boho like cave, like we're the <laughs> salon for you. Like we're, we're not the yeah. salon for every client. We're not the salon for like every stylist. And I don't think for me, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. I feel like it's because instead of talking to everyone, I'm talking to a few specific stylists. And so then I feel yeah. like in that, in that way, they find us,
0: you know, Yeah, 1000%. I mean, I know you didn't preface, but it was, that is the secret I feel like to building such a strong team. I think that's very unique. I mean, you lead, you lead your team in such a way that they're not going to find anywhere else. And I feel like you're starting um, you know, a culture within your own brand. And to me, that is impossible to find somewhere else. Um, you know, I have worked in other salons and looking for that right culture that just teaches you how to be and how to work and how to be, you know, kind of a nice human. Uh, that's extremely hard to find. It's, it's sometimes just boils down to that, just being a nice human. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that our industry misses a lot of the time. And we kind of miss the bus on that is let's just not forget to be a nice human and we don't have to Mm -hmm. be competition all the time because you're exactly right. Not every stylist is for every salon and not every client is for every stylist. So I think that's huge. I love that you, I love that you preach that. Yeah.
1: It's, I, it's always been something for me that's just super important because I just, I want us all to succeed. And, you know, I know with me, like when I do certain, if certain things were to sit in my chair, I would be so stressed. I would feel like I didn't know what to do and not that I couldn't do it, but I want to be confident in what I'm doing. So I know like, these are the few things that I'm really good at. Like I can really focus on these and be good at this. So like, for me, I just want like every stylist out there, like, what do you love? What's your niche? Like, what, what drives your passion? Like when you do that, you're so excited to do that. Like, then let that be your clientele. Like that, that's it. And you know, again, like if you're doing everything, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all, because that may be your dream is just like, just doing something different every time. You don't know what's going to walk through that door and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just like, I'm just so passionate about stylists being happy every single day they're behind the chair. And I just, I don't know, I get the best feeling when I go to work and I just want everyone to feel bad.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's huge. I think that's a, a big realization that sometimes people, like I said, go through their entire careers and, and don't understand you're not the stylist for everyone. So I think that's, I think that's huge. That yeah. should become your new quote. You should post that everywhere. So the next thing I kind of want to ask you is, you know, I feel like you're the ultimate, um, you know, I, I don't even want to say balance because balance to me does not exist. But how, I mean, that's just say I want to know how you balance, you know, being a mom to four babies and a complete boss. You have your own clientele. Aside from that, you have the barbershop. I mean, I could just go on. You have all these things. So how do you manage all of these things? I mean, it's, it's fairly impossible, <laughs> but um, I mean, we're making it work.
1: Um, I only work three days behind the chair, but then, you know, holidays come up or this comes up or doing an expansion. I need to pick up a day. I need to work a little extra. So then it ends up turning into four days or whatever. So this next year, I really focus on like 2021 is going to be my balance year, like speaking it into existence (laughs) now. Like I really hope this is what we've been working so hard for is, you know, like my dream schedule to be behind this, to be behind the chair three days a week. Um, I'm going to slow down a little bit behind the chair. I'm not going to take as many clients at a time, um, just so I can have time in between my clients to respond to my other clients or actually eat lunch or, you know, do, do some of my, of my marketing stuff. And, you know, that was kind of the purpose with the office is to have the time to do that. And then, um, I'm like, all of my dreams are coming true because my husband's going to start coming to work with me again. And like, we're going to bring the kids up here. And so then that way, like in between my clients, I can go next door and I can see if Baylor needs help with their school or I can just go like give them a hug and just see them. Or so I feel like that's really going to help me a lot because like I miss my kids, you know, like I, I'm working all yeah. the time. So I don't see them a whole lot. And like, I mean, I do, but even, but it's like, even when I do see them, I'm, I'm still like, I'm working on my marketing or I've got to respond to clients. So it's again, like I'm still working. So right. I just really want to this year focus on when I'm working, I get all of my work done. I get all of my marketing. I get my texts done. I get my clients done. And then those other four days a week, like taking a day or a half day, I'm like a firm believer in like self-care. So, you know, go get your lashes done, get your hair blown out, get nails done, something Mm -hmm. like that. Take some time to yourself. And then the rest of the time I just want to spend with my family, whether I like spend it with the whole family or, you know, a night here and there with Thomas, like we've never had time to even date each other. We're just like, go, go, go <laughs> constantly. It's like, we see each other in passing. So I don't know. I'm really excited for this next year for us just to slow down and like, just actually enjoy the moments because it's literally been nonstop since we've started. And this will really be our first year that I'm, I'm going to work on my balance and I'm really going to make my balance priority. And I mean, of course, things are still going to come up. Like it's never going to be perfect, but I can still have like goals. And I just want to help to like, I just hope to hit at least some of them, you know, and the most important one for me is just spending more time with my kiddos.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you, I want to ask you this from, you know, a total boss, babe, do you feel like it's possible to have it all? I mean, it depends on what
1: your definition of have it all is, you know, me, I don't know. I feel like it's like for me to have it all, I'd be, you know, I've got my successful salon. I've got my, you know, my, my, my clientele is my dream clientele now. So I've got that, you know, my salon is successful. My girls are successful in the salon. I love to see that, um, got time for my kids. And then, you know, I would like, one of my other big goals is to travel. So I would like to be traveling with my family. But if you've ever traveled with four children, I do not recommend it. So I don't know when <laughs> that part of my reality will be a thing. But so that for me would be having it all like that would be the perfect yeah. home life, the perfect work life. And then, you know, the, the luxury things would be the traveling. Um So if I could have that, then I believe that I would have it all at that moment. Like, that would be everything that I would want. But it just depends, you know, some people don't, they're, they're never satisfied, even whenever they do have it all, it's still not enough. So I don't know, I think,
0: I think that you can have it all. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think so, too. And I think you're right. It's exactly what, you know, having, having it all, I think a lot of people define that as what they see so and so's Instagram, well, she looks like she's got it all. So you know, they're always trying to make it to that next Instagram page, I guess you should say. It wouldn't even be a goal or a dream. It's like a, no, I want to be like so-and-so because it really looks like she's got got it going on. But yeah, right. It is. And And, you know, for some people
1: that is like them having it all, like they want that social media and like that it's like, okay, then make that your focus and get it. And then you'll have it all, you know, like, I mean, but social media makes it so hard because it's, it, it, it makes it feel like it's a competition. It's like, it's not a competition. When do we turn into this? No. Like, it's just, we're all just like marketing our business. There's a literally enough stylists out there. We're like, you know, like looking at, you know, how skinny she is, but then like, look, she posted that picture where she's really not skinny. It's the angle. Like we've got to stop reading <laughs> yep. into it so much, you know, like it, it becomes like, totally. Oh, have you watched that? Uh, the, the show on Netflix, the social network.
0: Yes, yes. I just watched it uh, probably a month ago. I'm like,
1: I cannot, I cannot with us. We're too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. Yeah. It is, it is a lot. And, and I mean, like you said, I think it's so true. You know, it's, you kind of want what you want. And, you know, the definition of have it all is whatever you think it is. Cause mine now, especially, you know, since I have a baby on the way, my have it all is I want to go to work and, and build my businesses but I want time at home with my husband and my dogs even mm-hmm. and my baby and so yes. that's the definition to have it at all the time with your family yeah for that's sure. my dream life like for sure yeah absolutely it seems a little simple but I'm I'm down for it for sure <laughs> yeah um so, so the it. absolutely so the next thing I want to ask you is What do you want your babies to learn from you as being a career woman and mother?
1: You know, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like that's one of the things like you get scared of like having the trust fund baby that like, I don't know, doesn't take things. Um,
0: Honestly, I've, I say things like that as well. And like the trust fund babies, Hey, awesome. Like you've got a, you know, the a lot of things that you want we want and and make it easy you have it right in front of you yeah exactly like they don't have to work for anything you're good this is the same what you were about to say is the same thought with my child go ahead i (laughs) just i just (laughs) don't want them to (laughs) i don't want them to be like not appreciative
1: of the things that they have so i just want like I want them to be, I want them to learn how to like work hard for what they have. Like I want them to know the value of money and I want them to know like you have to go in and put like the elbow, elbow grease into it. Like you've got to hustle and you've got to, you've either got to be great at marketing or you've got to be great at doing hair. And if you're great at both, you're going to do real good or, and obviously (laughs) they may not do hair. That would be like my dream is that they did hair with me (laughs) and take over my salon. But I mean, even still, like, you know, if they want to go off and be a doctor, whatever they want to do, I'm, I 100% support them. I just want them to, I mean, honestly, the best thing for them to take from me would just be whatever you do, like never work a day in your life, like find what you Mm -hmm. love to do and you will literally live the best life because most times like your, your issues come like, you know, with money, sometimes relationships, but Mainly just not being happy at your job. And like, that's what I like want for them. is just like, no matter what you do, be happy at it, be the best at it and work so hard. Like, and then yeah. everything, I mean, to me, I just feel like everything falls into place at that point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And maybe probably more what you mean as well is focusing on the things that are important. And then exactly. you're right. All the other fluff just falls into place. It's exactly, it's and the one advice I feel like I always give to my, even my employees are like, how do I get to here? I'm like, focus on what is important. The rest of it will fall into place. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) For sure. Um, so tell me a little bit about your typical day. Like what is a typical day in the life of Shelby? What does it look like behind the chair or with the kiddos? (laughs) Yeah. I want to know with all, like when you, when you wake up to when you go to bed, all of it. Well, so, I mean,
1: if I'm working, I mean, I'm at, I live 30 minutes away from the salon. So I usually leave an hour early cause I want to get there and I'm, you know, I got to stop and get my coffee and all that. So, um, I usually I'll wake up seven o'clock, um, hit my snooze like four or five times, probably get up at seven thirty, <laughs> And so, uh, so then I, I don't know. I'll go to work. I usually have anywhere from six to eight clients booked every 45 minutes. Um, again, this year I want to start booking. It doesn't sound like too much more time, but on the hour, every hour, I'm like, woo, a whole 15 <laughs> minutes in between clients. I can get a lot done in between. Then. So at that point yeah. I'll be making my graphics, making my posts on Instagram, making sure I'm doing that stuff. And then, you know, usually I get off around three, three thirty, and, uh, I'll go home to the kiddos and then, you know, I, again, don't have time to go to the grocery store, plan out what I'm going to make, make sure I have everything, make it. So try to make my life a little simpler and do one of the little, um, mail-in food delivery things that I just uh, (laughs) cook every week. So that makes my life a little more simple. And then, you know, Baylor and Raleigh are in gymnastics. we've got to take them to their little extracurricular stuff and Baylor's in first grade now. So we homeschool her so that is a whole nother job in itself and Mm -hmm. I yeah I mean my my day is definitely nonstop from the moment I wake up to the moment we go to bed I don't know the last time my husband and I have sat down and just watched tv because we didn't have anything to do like we'll we'll watch it when we're going to bed but it's never like hey I have nothing to do right now like do you want to sit down and watch (laughs) some tv with me like that never (laughs) happened
0: what is tv i have a large one on my wall i don't even know if it works <laughs>
1: yeah i pay for you know all these stupid shows to watch that i don't have the time to i'm like man you guys got the good life like yeah these used to get cartoons exactly. just in the mornings on saturdays you guys got every streaming thing out there what the heck
0: yeah for sure i mean do you feel like you're always hustling to get to the next the next level oh, yeah. it's always yeah absolutely
1: definitely like um, and i you know for me i don't ever want to stop growing so i'm just like okay what what's changing and and, and with social media always there's always something changing always. as soon as you figure it out oh too bad it's changed again like <laughs> can i get a break please like <laughs> okay I so now i'm doing this yep. like
0: it's insane nope. so yeah it's it's definitely a hustle for sure yeah absolutely so you know i want to I've talked about a little bit about your life and about, you know, your your day to day. Can you tell me probably I wanna say in the last I don't want to talk back to like when you first began your career, but like in the last, you know, year, two years, what's been your biggest challenge as far as a business owner and all the things that you are?
1: Honestly, I feel like probably with COVID hitting this year, the biggest challenge was I mean, for one Like making sure my girls were taken care of, like that was so scary. I mean, we solely rely on our clients coming in and paying us. And, you know, then they've got their bills to pay and they've got booth rent to pay and all of this. And I was just like, I do not, like, I just, to me, I could not watch them drown. You know, I know that we've all worked Mm -hmm. so hard. And so, you know, my husband and I had a really hard decision of just like, what are we going to do? Do we, do we charge booth rent? I mean, our rent doesn't stop. Like we still have to, but I mean, mm-hmm. the more we talked about it, the more we prayed about it, we were just like, okay, you know what? Like, we're just going to waive booth rent for that time. Like that, I mean, mm-hmm. it was, that was hard to do. That was a, I mean, I wasn't making money behind the chair. My, now my second income, my husband's income in a sense, like, it, you know, like that's not making money. Like we like mm-hmm. literally don't have any money coming in. And I'm like, I just believe that the right thing for us to do is that we need to, you know, like waive this rent. And, you know, I mean, that was... Uh, That was a struggle. I mean, just, you know, the financial hit that 2020 hit, um, Mm -hmm. has definitely been a little bit of a struggle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I like to point out that's, that's why you've built such a, such a strong team is, you know, you, you, you actually care about them as a business owner. You're not you're not really in it to, to, for the financial part. And, you know, of course that part is a plus when it happens, but 2020 is not one of those years. <laughs> no, where, it was not. Where owning a business has just filled the bank accounts. I can, I can no, attest no. to that one. <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, I mean, so what have you done to maybe overcome the financial struggles of this year?
1: You know, I tried to, um, I mean, I've just been really, really focusing on pushing my extension marketing and, you know, I knew it was important. I knew I needed to be doing that, but I was like, you know, I just really need to work on growing my extension clientele. And so I just, you know, it sucks because sometimes clients will be like, so why did you like not post my picture on the salon page or, you know, your page? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, my heart is breaking right now because like, it's not anything like you weren't cute. Like you're, I wasn't happy with your hair, (laughs) loved your hair. Your shirt was adorable. Like your makeup was begging. It's just that like, you got a haircut or you got a gloss and like, not that there's anything wrong with that. But like, those are, I'm not trying to build more of that. You know, I just, I want more extension clients. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know. It makes me feel so bad when they say that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, please don't think that at all. It's just the new people that I have coming in. I would prefer that it be you know, this mm-hmm. clientele. So I've really focused on pushing that. And, you know, I don't know if, you know, um, COVID kind of helped with that because we had nothing else to do, but sit on TikTok and look at how all the beautiful <laughs> long hair and, you know, all these things that we could have. But, you know, it was like afterwards, like I, and again, you know, I just believe that God works in mysterious ways too. Cause I just feel like God was like just blessing us with what we needed to kind of help recoup, but also stay afloat of just, you know, everything that we had lost, like not, I mean, we yeah. really didn't ever recoup any of that money because you can't, you can't get that month back, but you know, it's was just like, okay, I'm going to work extra. I'm going to work longer days. I'm going to do like more of this. And I feel like that's really just what has helped me get through this is just, again, you got to put in that hard work, got to go put in the sweat equity and, and make it back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the answer always to any, any struggle, I think as a business owner, you know, it's just, it's not really what you've lost or, you know, it's, it's honestly what, what you've gained from even the lessons of, of, you know, things like a financial struggle or, um, you know, the, I'd walk out with your team or, you know, I'm just trying to think of some of specifically mm-hmm. the salon owners, but you know, it's not really what happened to you. It's sort of how, how you reacted. And I'm mm-hmm. big about reactions. I feel like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm up swinging the minute that something goes wrong. <laughs> and so, right? <laughs> just, and you know, it's just the only way that we make it out alive. So I, I love oh, yeah. that answer for sure. For sure. So what is next for you in your career? Like, is it, whether it's personal on your own clientele, um, what's next for you? Ah. <sighs> You know, I've just lately been,
1: I've had an idea, I've been wanting to do education and I'm absolutely, when it comes to like talking in front of people, stuff like that, I get so nervous. Like, I feel like I lose like feeling in my face. (laughs) I'm like, I get so (laughs) nervous. And so I have literally avoided this for probably a year now. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to do it, but I think this year I'm just going to. Take the risk. Thomas is pushing me. He's like, you can do this.
0: Like, of course. Okay.
1: I'm hoping you're seeing something that I'm not. So I'm just I'm really gonna try to like focus some time and try to get um some educational things up. And you know, just I really want to focus on yeah. that this year. So a little bit slung so behind to. the chair with my clientele, but I am absolutely yeah. terrified. <laughs> I'm so excited, <laughs> but I am so scared too. So I'm hoping that you have got you know, to. I'm just I'm just a perfectionist. And you know, I'm like, I don't want to screw up. What if I don't do this right? Like, so until I feel like it's perfect, which I will never feel like it's perfect. So that's I feel like mm-hmm. what's like, keeping me holding me back. But hopefully I uh,
0: yeah. make this successful. We'll see. I love that. I mean, I was gonna ask you about that. But I thought, you know what, or actually a while back, I was gonna ask you about it. And then I was like, oh, wait for the podcast because you'd mentioned it to me before and you have got to dive into the educator. Um, because you are, I mean, you're, you're a legend, first of all, when it comes to hair, but what? people no, want to learn definitely from you. Not. I will be, <laughs> I will be at your first <laughs> class. Absolutely. Um, but you know, as far as talking in front of people, I'll never forget. And you know, you were at my first <laughs> class with 75 people. I literally spent 24 hours before that first class throwing up because I was so nervous of talking oh my in front gosh. of someone. <laughs> I, yeah, I know I'm gonna
1: pass out. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever passed out before, but I will after that.
0: And it's you will. You probably will. I I was about to, but you know, I feel like. I, you did amazing though. Like you did oh not look gosh. nervous at
1: all. So I'm going to need some of that confidence.
0: <laughs> I think you just, it's a fake until you make it. But I'm telling you that Monday after that two day class ended, I felt so empowered. I was like, Rachel, my business partner was yes. scared. She was like, what are you going to do next? <laughs> because now you're going to take over the world. And like, But that's like we need that, though. You know, (laughs) I mean, that's what drives us.
1: That's what pushes us. That's what gives us that motivation to keep going. I think I mean, it's important. So I'm like, I got to get out of my comfort zone again because I'm comfortable right now.
0: I'm real comfortable. I mean, and that's just it. I feel like that is that is successful people. We just like get obsessed with that uncomfortable feeling. And yeah. people don't understand what uncomfortable means. I mean like so uncomfortable that you're literally sick to your stomach all the time. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that key. can be an addictive feeling, but yeah, we lo- we love it. It's whatever. <laughs> it's like a journal on um, junkies, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I always end every podcast with, you know, this is this was mainly built around stereotypes and beating the stereotype, of course, um, as a stylist, I love to talk about wealth, because that's something that we don't talk enough about as a hairstylist. But when I say wealth, I don't mean money. I mean, mm-hmm. building wealth behind the chair. And so I want you to share because I feel like you'll have a good answer for this. What is wealth to you building wealth within your career? You know, I mean, as far as behind the
1: chair, I feel like it's really developing the relationship with your clients and, you know, I mean, there's times that my clients will come in and that appointment, we didn't talk, but like, I get it. Like I can see that today's not the day to talk, you know, like you're just not feeling it. Yeah. You got stuff on your mind, you know, like just reading them and, and building that relationship with your clients. But then, you know, also always like working hard to learn the next techniques, what's new, what's upcoming. So then you're staying relevant and giving your clients the best um experience, not only with you, but also the hair that you've delivered and, you know, things like
0: that. So I feel like oh. that
1: is not answering the question.
0: <laughs> no, it's a great answer. Wealth to you is building that strong clientele. I mean, that's why people are obsessed with you. That's why you have a bang in because. That's what you care about is those relationships with your, with your clients. I think that's huge.
1: I mean, it's, I feel like it's super important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I always get different answers, you know, per stylist, depending on what they're into. Of course, mine is always, you know, it does have to do with financial, but it's not necessarily money, you know, building wealth Mm -hmm. to me is, you know, creating freedom, um, financial freedom. That's like my main thing. I want freedom to be able to create more businesses, Absolutely. create a podcast. If I want, I mean, it costs yeah. money to create a podcast. Yeah. People don't understand that, but I Absolutely. wanted a platform. I could, yeah, I wanted a platform. I could come on and talk to other hairstylists about real, real things that we experience. And so that's the one thing that's why I appreciated you coming on today because I always get real from Shelby. And that is, we even <laughs> say that in our Harper <laughs> Ellis office all the time. I'm like, if you want a real answer, ask Shelby. She'll give you a real answer. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. And people will be
1: so, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said, I'm like, you asked me, like, I'm not saying my <laughs> opinion's right, but I'm you asked for it. So I'm going to give it to you. Like, I am by 100% not saying it is right, but that's my opinion. No,
0: I think, I think that's awesome. I love that about you. And I think that's another reason why you're so successful. So um, speaking of stereotypes, have you ever dealt with stereotypes or someone stereotyping you for being a hairdresser
1: yeah you know um I feel like us being from the same town you know I feel like you can relate the same way that I can because coming from there you know being a hairstylist like you're not gonna make over a hundred thousand dollars like you're not even gonna make a hundred thousand dollars like what so like that was like I never even realized like that was even gonna be a possibility but I knew that like I mean, I was like, man, I'm going to work as hard as I can, you know, because like, obviously, like when I was in high school, like I did not feel like, I mean, Instagram wasn't even a thing, you know, like we didn't, we couldn't see like what they were doing in California and like all these other places. But then like now Mm -hmm. you can see like what your reality can be and it doesn't matter where you are. Like you can make that reality. Like you don't have to be the stylist that works at, you know, the the chain salon for the rest of your life, I mean, if you want to, and that's what like makes you happy, then that there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just changing the stereotype that like us hairstylists can make as much money as we want. And it's due to yeah. how much work you want to put into it 100%. But you determine how much money you make. If you want to make $30,000 a year, you can make $30,000 a year. And you can even do it in a different way than just, you know, taking haircuts Every, you know, hour on the hour and getting paid an hourly wage, you can do it by, you know, like just working one day behind the chair and make $30,000 mm-hmm. if that's what fits your lifestyle. Or you can sit here and work five days a week and clear over 200000 you know, like, I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like just changing that stereotype is, it's really awesome to see that because I feel like that's what holds so many people back even today. Like they don't realize, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be a hairstylist. Like I'm not going to make any money. Like girl, who told you that? Like, are you not going to work? Yeah, that's a lie. Like, why? <laughs> I mean, do some marketing, figure out like what you, I mean, freaking on katran in california charges like 450 dollars a haircut like round of applause yes. are you kidding me like that is awesome you like the sky's the limit like you're going to determine what you do so you right. set your mind to what you want to do and that's what like you've got to work hard but keep that vision keep that goal in mind and like that's going to become your reality so yes. i just i don't know i love the fact that like we 100% have control of our finances, our future, our schedule. To me, it's just the best, like most flexible 100%. most fun job. Like, I mean, it's not a job. Mm-hmm. I literally don't work a day in my life, you know?
0: Right. Absolutely. I love that. And that is so true. I mean, the full full control. Even you even have control over how people treat you and see you and and I think that's that's exactly. huge. I promise you that no other job has that kind of freedom. So, no. I Obviously, I'm a little bit passionate about this industry, but I'm telling you, (laughs) it's the best. (laughs) It is. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, Shelby, I have so enjoyed having you on here. Um, You know, obviously, I've got a lot of, well, yes, thank you. I mean, there's a lot of other topics I would actually like to talk with you about. um, And we've talked a little bit about them, you know, via text and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to bring you back to talk about things that I know hairstylists are going to want to talk about. Um, Definitely. Anytime. Absolutely. Um, Tell everyone where they can find you on, on Instagram and all the things. Um, So I'm on Instagram at hair
1: by Blankenship, hair dot by dot Blankenship. And then I'm trying to be one of the cool kids. I'm trying to get on TikTok. So the same handle on there. And then, I mean, really, that's pretty much the only social media that I'm on. So I don't know if yeah. that makes me old or not cool, but if you guys have any suggestions, drop them in the comments <laughs> and
0: I'll go download I'm still It's a daily battle to not be old <laughs> or or cool or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I know, you know my TikTok, assistants are I like... I can't do the TikTok.
1: No, it's so hard. And like, I guess there's like this whole theory behind it and you have to like post every day for like three weeks or something. And you've got to like, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so much information for me. Like I'm too old for this. I don't know what to do.
0: Come on. Yeah. I, I love TikTok. I will scroll for like at least 30 minutes before bed every night. It's like my, it's 100%. like my sign off, you know, like my brain <laughs> yes. shut off. It's my activity. Um, yes. but you know, creating those videos, I'm like this takes talent and I, I can't do it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, and also why don't you go ahead and tell everyone, when your education is launching, and <laughs> be able to find it.
1: <laughs> I know what this is. Uh, this is a goal tactic, like setting this goal, making it. Seem, oh God, um, I don't know. Okay. So my plan is, you know, the expansion will be done. I'm hoping like February. So I told Thomas, I was like, I'm going to take, it'll probably be like five weeks after but I'm going to take like a week off and just focus like 100% on that. So let's say I start on it in April but I don't know when I'll be able Boom. to launch it. Okay. Boom. We'll see April. you in do it. May.
0: We'll see you in May. <laughs> <laughs> I understand right, totally, but when it does launch, it will be amazing. So, well, again, thank you, Shelby. I enjoyed having you on here. I know everyone else will as well. Well, thank you again, Tara.
1: I'm going to have to come down and see you soon, though, because we still have to do our shadow day together that we have not done.
0: Yes. My gosh. We've got to get to that. <laughs> we got to do that before we uh, bust out this baby. My goodness. We yeah, got lots to do. It's 2021. Right the <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you've enjoyed listening to We're Just Hairdressers podcast, make sure you subscribe to our channel and leave a review to let us know your thoughts. Thanks for listening to episode 11 of we Just Hairdressers podcast. I'm Tara Harville reminding you that building wealth from behind the chair is attainable.